Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. What's up, fellow castaways? Today, we're going to be talking about ABC's newest docudrama, Castaways. Talking about episode one, Abandoned. We're going to be going into first impression of the castaways, Robbie and Kenzie meeting up, and if we think any of these castaways are going to be working well together, stick around. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the Hey. Rock out to this for a little, because it's nothing like Survivor. Not, not at all. And nothing, nothing. What I expect. And, and we'll, and we'll get into that. But like, I, I, I knew we were picking this song. I just now that I'm hearing it, I'm, I'm loving it. I love it too. Creating, creating yeah, that vibe. Perfect but, pick. Perfect pick. But once again, welcome everybody to AfterBuzz TV. Once, uh, my name is Michael Patterson. I'm gonna be one of your hosts for tonight, and the rest of my panel to my left. Go ahead and introduce yourselves. What's up, guys? I'm CJ Walker. Hey guys, I'm Katie Wolski. And I'm Tehran. And we're gonna have fun with Castaways. Yeah, this uh, this great great show. At least I thought it was great. We're gonna be getting into that. So let's just let's just jump right on into it. What are your first impressions of the show? Like, do we like it? Do we kind of like it? It's not that I don't like the show. It's that I feel that it was advertised incorrectly. I was led to believe I was watching a survivor Same. competition type mm-hmm. show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what I see is that the only competition is the one with the inner demons of each and every castaway. Well, yeah, and that's and that's what we were talking about even before the show is that he was mentioned. You were mentioning that you thought this was a competition show, kind of like Survivor, and it's yeah, it's nothing like that at all. It's just like they're just living on the island. I thought there's going to be competitions and stuff like that, but it's not. What do you, What do you think? Yeah, I think I was expecting the same thing as like Survivor, but yeah, it's definitely more like personal battles that these people are dealing with. Yeah, I mean, overall, I I really enjoyed the episode personally. I mean, the way it was presented, at least from you know press releases that I read about the show, is that it was this. It was presented as a docudrama, you know, so it was kind of focusing on. You know, the characters, them as people, and how they're going to overcome these kind of character arcs. And as we saw in this first episode, you know, each one of these people has something that they're dealing with that they're going to be trying to get over. And while while competing with the fact that, you know, are they going to be alone or are they going to find other people? So that's that's a, definitely a big thing to look forward to. Well, it was definitely very lost without the magic, right? So even the flashbacks were very mm-hmm. Lost-esque. Yeah. And... That's why, to me, the first episode dragged until I became accustomed and acclimated to knowing each character. So towards the end, I was actually very curious about the characters we didn't learn the most about. Eric and the kid from Honduras who came on. And it was just very interesting how they flashed back in and out the little scribbles as they went through. Well, and that's what I find kind of the most interesting part about this episode is that because we knew going into it that there were going to be 12 castaways, but mm-hmm. it, it kind of seemed very early on that the show is presenting a group of people as kind of their main their main characters. Did, did you feel that way as well? Yeah. I, yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, obviously, Robbie was kind of the star of this episode, I think, and 
I don't know. I got a little emotional listening to Ravi's story and his abandonment issues, and then he got abandoned again, and uh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like Robbie and Kinsey, they were, like, the main two of this episode. And then maybe, like, in the next episodes, they're just going to follow the storyline like other people, you know? Yeah, and I honestly, for me, I wasn't really expecting it to be so emotional. You know, like you were mentioning, it's it's you, yeah. you do kind of feel yourself getting connected to these people yeah. just in that one episode. And, and like you had mentioned, too, is that I, I feel like the episode did kind of drag a little bit. And kind of to be expected of, of the first episode where you're introducing the characters, but... I feel like with Robbie especially, I'm I'm very committed to his character. Like I'm really interested. I'm in pro Robbie. I'm actually sure. interested in the fact that these people chose to be on the show. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting eclectic group of people, ranging I believe from ages 20 to 62. Yeah. And some of the people that they were introducing, I would be like, I would never have done the show. Even in my physical and mental state as of now, I would have never done the show. And it's very difficult. And I also couldn't get over the fact that I all I would keep thinking about. The fact that they aren't finding food, and there's a camera crew right next to them that's like they're getting union breaks, and so yeah, yeah. they're just eating like, right. "Hey, Robbie, what's up, bro?" <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, and that's like what what lends kind of interesting to this show too is that it's the whole central theme of it is trying to find other people on the island, but. Mm-hmm. While they're trying to find themselves, Michael. Oh, God. While they're trying to find themselves. There it is. That, that's that's the whole theme. But but no, like being with that crew kind of, and how are they, are they finding these people on their own? Or are they kind of being led to the the people that they're finding? What, what do you think, CJ? I honestly don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, because I mean, it's one of, the, one of the big parts of the episode, at least for me, that I noticed was that you know, each character has a journal and a pack that is randomly placed throughout the island, and it kind of seems that they're meant almost to be found by certain people so that they have, like, a kind of a drive to meet another person. I don't know, because, first of all, Eric shouldn't have read whoever's journal he started reading. Oh, you don't think so? The way he started reading, journals are very personal things. And now, well, I personally have never had a journal because I'm such a G. Well, Eric was the only one who read the journal, though. I know, but the way Eric read it, I felt they introduced it as if... Invasive? It was invasive the way he read it. It wasn't mm -hmm. out of necessity. I feel like it was just because the way they edited it, the video made, or the show made it seem like it was, like, Invasive because everyone else read it and they were just seeing like they were just reading a journal, but the way that they showed him it made it seem like well maybe because I was paying most attention to Eric because of his personal story. The personal story of background of Eric, which we haven't really gotten into, is the concept that he's married to a woman. They're from Glendale, California, which is close yeah. to where we are, and he he has never met his wife's family because she's white and she doesn't want to tell her family she's married to a black man. And so because of that, maybe I was more in tune with learning more about Eric. And the only thing I learned about Eric is he's very nosy. He started (laughs) reading someone's journal and the way he did it. But maybe it was the evasive use of editing for this mm -hmm. perception that we received. Yeah, because like right before he started reading, um, Robbie asked Kenzie, Robbie was like, did you read my journal? She said no. And then it's cut to... Um, That's why. Her. That's yeah. why. Like, it's... Yeah. Katie was all about that. <laughs> would you guys read a journal, though, if you found it? I definitely I mean, would have. Yeah. Because I would want to know who has, like, who I'm, has the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like the journal, you know, it gives you that emotional, like, connection to somebody. And obviously on this island, that's kind of what they're searching for. So, yeah, I, I think the whole drive thing super important with the journal. Well, and I think it kind of says a lot, too, about the characters as people. 
as as you get a very good look very early on as to what maybe these people are kind of like and what they're looking for based on whether or not they look through the other person's belongings and read those journals. Because as you could see from almost every single person, they went through the other person's belongings even though they knew it wasn't theirs. But that was part of it, right? That was part of the survival. I I just mean the Mm -hmm. journals. The clothing and stuff, I can understand. You're there, you need things to survive. Mm -hmm. It's just when it came to the journals, I... See, because as we're watching the show, the one thing we're all doing, which probably makes it exciting, is we're placing ourselves on this island. Once we realize it's an attainable, achievable thing, it's not a competition. With Survivor, I never placed myself in that competition because I would have died immediately. I would have been gone. I mean, like, take me out. Medevac me out of here. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Medevac me. I'm done. (laughs) But with this, it, it was very regular people. I mean, as we see with Robbie, he was overweight. Something which is something I've never been through personally, but mm. I know people who have that that drive to lose weight, that insecurity about themselves. And I could not imagine anyone I know in that situation, even my family members, placing themselves in this, which I thought was very courageous and brave. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like there were a lot of moments where people really got vulnerable are kind of exposed just in this episode, like with Kenzie at and the so end. And so quickly, too. Yeah, it... Because it, it, I feel like the two main characters that this show presented today were Kenzie and Robbie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we both saw a lot of kind of their personal lives very early on. You know, Robbie with his uh, his abandonment issues, with his family, and with Kenzie with her inability to, you know, maintain relationships with the people she's close with. And I And getting back to the journals, I feel like... I would almost kind of want to read the journals so I could get to know that person before I meet them. But you had no idea that you would meet them. They, That's the, true. The That's premise true. was, I'm shipwrecked on this island without the knowledge that I will meet someone else. I don't even know that other people are on these mm-hmm. Indonesian islands that aren't. I thought mm-hmm. they do know that people are there. They're just not going to be, like, with them. I reading the premise of the show, it was placed that they wouldn't be certain that other people would be within reach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's they're they're kept in the dark, and we're kind of kept in the dark at the same time because we don't know how long they're going to be there. They don't know how long they're going to be there. It's and and that for me, I think, is something that that I really enjoy about this show is that I kind of don't know because I feel like with so many reality shows nowadays with social media and stuff like that, you kind of know what's going on Mm -hmm. immediately, and I I think that's what I kind of like, but. Transitioning, we're going to take a look at the the first kind of five characters that the show kind of presented, and obviously we didn't get a look at the best look at all of them, but uh, we already kind of talked a little bit about Robbie. So, are, are we, is it pretty safe to say that we're all pretty pro Robbie so far? Uh, no. What? <laughs> no. no. Interesting. Honestly, CJ, you don't have a heart. <laughs> no. CJ, Robbie, Robbie has been through so much. I am pro Kinsey because. Um, she just wants to be on her own. And if I met someone like Robbie who's like... Kinsey seems like Robbie's holding her back. And if I met someone like Robbie on the island, I would abandon him too. I'm CJ, sorry. I'm so... Wow, you are heartless. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that I have to agree with you. I'm disappointed that <laughs> You're I have to... Too. I'm not heartless. I was thinking the whole, that the whole time. I don't know how you are, Michael. I can see where she's coming from. It's one of those things that I don't like... I don't necessarily full-heartedly agree with her. Like, I wouldn't say I could do the exact same thing, but I can understand where she's coming from. But that kind of comes back to the journals at the same time, because I feel like if she would have read that journal, she would have known maybe that Robbie had that backstory and maybe wouldn't have done that. But, like, honestly, right when they caught that first fish, Robbie was like, all right, let's eat. 
do they not know how they don't know how much longer they're gonna be on that island or how much like food they're gonna need so and Kenzie was like save it K- yeah. Katie would you have saved the fish yeah I would have saved it but also <laughs> I mean you could have I mean she could have talked to Robbie more about rationing and I know I guess that is true like, but he seems like a very I mean she even said he's heartwarming and welcoming and which is sometimes like annoying when heart. people are too nice have you ever met someone so nice yep. have you ever had a waitress or a waiter come <laughs> yeah. and they're so nice you're like Haha, shut up so I can eat they're so like, altruistic that it's almost deviant exactly exactly and it's so but, but what I think what's the most interesting thing about that kind of pairing is that they're almost kind of meant to meet each other I think so too and I think we're going to see throughout the season more of these characters kind of finding the person that they're meant to, to meet up with. Because I think both of them can learn from each their other karma, in ways. They're meeting their karma. Do you think that was set up on purpose by the producers and the production mm, staff? No, Do you, I don't think so. You I think, think so? so. I think so. I mean, she found his bag, and then they were the first people to find each other. And they were pretty close you know, in proximity to where they were compared to other people. He even tried to, you know, go across the water and find someone else, and did, even that didn't end up working out. Did he find her bag, or whose bag did Robbie have? Um, Robbie had like, someone else. He found Eric's. Mm-hmm. He found Eric's bag. Well, and that's, that's, that's what I thought was strange, because I thought Eric and Robbie were meant to meet up. Because Robbie, the first thing that we saw from him was that was the weight issues, and you know Eric's this you Navy know vet. Fit yeah guy. this grizzled veteran fit guy who's you know benching a lot of weight in that video. Mm-hmm. Props to that guy. So I I kind of thought that they were meant to be together, and they kind of they kind of swerved me. So you know maybe they do. Do we think that they're going to meet up at it, some point? That's interesting. Maybe that's yeah. not the weight that er, uh, that's not the weight that Robbie needs to lose. Maybe that mm-hmm. weight is that. The emotional baggage. The emotional baggage that he needs to lose, and that was Indeed. the most important. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, even his daughter said it. Mm-hmm. it that, the show gets deep, though. And, and even mm-hmm. the way, something that was very poignant and telling of character was when Kinsey broke up with her significant other. Yeah. And that breakup was very telling. How, how he felt was something that we stereotypically would think of a woman coming off and saying like when male writers write a movie that's what they would have the woman saying and in real life we see no that's not how it played out at all you see Kinsey being I'm independent I don't want to cuddle or do these things and it was just interesting and even even she did something that I feel like guys do she got the last word when she's like I should have broke up with you too like she said (laughs) it was like a very last word like like in your face thing and it's just an interesting Dynamic that she had with him, and I feel like it's going to play out with Robbie. But do we think it's going to be her downfall? That individuality? Do we do we think that's going to be Kenzie's downfall? Oh, no, I, I think so for no, sure. No, no, no. She's going to survive on that island all by herself. Um, yeah, I could. CJ, could you <laughs> oh, really? Okay. All right, you, I would I mean, love <laughs> to see you on this show. Okay, CJ, but... CJ, who hurt you, bro? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. Are you heartless? You want to go to an okay, like Robbie, island? Robbie said something. I wrote this quote down. If you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. I want to go fast, so I'm going by myself. Wow, you know what? I also wrote that same quote down, <laughs> and I really like the second part of it, because I no. think together people are going to succeed. But well, alone, you're going to get it done like that. Yeah, but it's not fast and far. So mm-hmm. the, the concept, I think you're misunderstanding the quote. The quote, the quote means you'll go fast, but you'll only go so far. If you want to go far, and that means to the finish line, you go together. Teamwork makes the dream work. It's the concept. Yeah, baby. Conceptually, that's the wrong quote to use for your 
sense of a parable. However, I can understand someone slowing you down because I was thinking the whole time as us four while we were watching the show, who would I want to hang out with on this island? Because that's Ooh. the premise of so many concepts, whether it's and a joke or a fantasy. I was like, spill the tea. And honestly, it was none of you. And oh, my thing was okay, okay, all right. My Shots thing was fired. this. I understood what CJ pointed out. I felt like if I was in a situation, you guys would slow me down. I really was Fair feeling enough. that... So, well, what survival, you? what survival <laughs> skills do any of you have? I'm watching the show like... What's the point of it? Is it to survive? Because if it is, well, then I feel like being on your own would be the best That's of aptitude, what I, yeah, which see? is what I agree. But then the more I realize and Katie and Michael were able to reach out to me with their empathy. Look at Michael's eyes. Mm-hmm. You look into his soul. <laughs> I realized, I realized that... As a crew, that's when you would find that realization. Because now I realize the point of the show isn't to survive. It's to understand yourself. Well, and that's why I don't think either... Or I don't think either of them are really wrong in a sense, you know, because Robbie's really the person that wants, he said it immediately, like, I have to find somebody immediately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kenzie's kind of the more lone wolf. I don't really think either of them are, are in the wrong necessarily, but both of them need to, like like you said, it's about overcoming those obstacles. Both of them need to overcome that mindset in order to succeed. Definitely, yeah. It seems like everyone on this show has a problem with being alone. Because, like, in the beginning when they were introducing the characters, everyone said, I hate being alone. Well, but not while, Kenzie. Well, she, <laughs> she did say that in, like, when her, like, introduction thing, she said that at one point. I was like, why would you go on a show where you know you're going to be alone? Well, and I think I think there are going to be more characters like her in this upcoming episode because if you look at the characters that they really introduced, a lot of them are very people oriented. You know, we looked at Chriselle, who was the the one from Hawaii who was with her family in the jungle talking yes. about, you know, she wants to branch off on her own, mm-hmm. but she feels like she's being she might be leaving behind her family and they can't survive. And then Terry with her family. Yeah, Terry. It's I feel like she was the older caretaker mm-hmm. person. Yes. I feel like there are so many characters that yeah. are like group based, if that makes sense, like where they need this companionship that I think in the the five people that we didn't see so much, or four or four in this case they're going to be more individual as well. Because I think the person that I really want to see if they're more individual or group-minded is Eric. Who is he again? Eric is the black Navy vet who read the journal. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And let me say, that's always one of the hardest things about these shows, where you're just dumped with, like, 12 different people and you have (laughs) no idea who anyone is. It's like, okay, he's that guy. Like, I've got crazy notes right here trying to keep track of all, like, a Venn diagram. (laughs) Well, Eric's, like, the only one that kind of makes sense to be on this island. He's got the training. He's Mm -hmm. got the body. He's got... The knowledge and the know-how. Well, I wouldn't say he's the only one. Um, Chriselle, mm-hmm. right? Am I saying it right? Yeah, Chriselle. Chriselle. And I mean, she lived in um, remotely in in Maui with her family, living off the island. So she definitely has some great skills. Chriselle um, and Richard as well. Yeah, we got to see a little bit of him, and he was he was one of m- the more interesting characters to me because he got an individual segment. And just as a reminder, Richard was the guy who was fishing for the crab in the mm-hmm. sand. Yes, he, he can survive. Yeah, he has those he has survival skills. He got to we got to see him, but we didn't get to see so much of his backstory. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like I was I wanted more from him. And was was there yeah, any characters that you thought that you saw that you maybe wanted more from? 
Definitely Terry. I think I'm uh-huh. really interested in her. I mean, she, I think she's one of the oldest possibly on the show. And so, I don't know. I, I just, the age, the old age, like, makes me nervous about how she's going to survive, especially if she is more in it about being an individual and being alone. And so, you know, she's going to have to do some hard work. Is there anybody you're looking forward to? Shanika or whatever her name was. I really yeah. need to know her the woman, story. The woman in the shelter. From the shelter, that was, yeah. that was an amazing yeah. concept of her being in the shelter. I almost feel like this island is an upgrade the way she presented it. But what are your survivor skills? I, I know that personally I wouldn't have any of these skills mm-hmm. to survive. And so... I was like, and that's I, why I, we're in here and not right. on that island. Because <laughs> those bugs... No. Yeah, can they can't, if they showed no, no, one no, more no. spider. Right. Oh, those one ants? One more terrifying oh, spider. Dude, the wasp nest. Yeah. I he, would have I he lost it. Yeah, because he moves. The next shot is he goes upstairs and is continuing living there. I'm just like, and what are you what yeah, are you doing? Yeah, he tries to start a fire there, and it's like, there's a wasp nest right over there, man. Kinji Get out of there. Too. Kenji, like, stayed in the tree as there were ants crawling on her leg. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and so that's that's definitely something that I think we're going to see more in the upcoming episodes is the the man versus wild aspect so much because a lot of the a lot of the things I saw from fans before the show started was people making comparisons they're like, "Oh, is this just naked and afraid but with clothes on?" Right. And I think what's cool about this what, what about this show is that it kind of combines all of those aspects of all of these different shows together and I was like, that's that's probably that's probably what I like the most. But so we talked about Eric. We talked a little about Chrishell. Uh A character that I really liked that I want to talk about a little bit more is is Terry, the caretaker of of her family. The one who's we were shocked that her mom is even still alive. I, I, look, I don't yeah. care what anyone says. <laughs> when we saw that clip, I don't care if I'm an ageist or whatever you want to put it, because you saw her and she was older, mm-hmm. and then she's like, I take care of my mom. Yeah, and then her mom. Was even older, even older like, than her, yeah. And like, not, it was significantly but older. But she has both her parents, too. Yes. Like, they're both alive, which is, I mean, great, great for her, but yeah. That's which is, which is tough. If anybody's ever dealt with, you know, older family members with dementia, that's, that's really hard. That's a lot mm-hmm. of work. Yeah. yeah. And then she's like their primary caretaker, uh-huh. and then she's leaving. Yeah. So then I was like, wait, mom's like, wait, you're leaving her? You don't know how much time she has left to be around. Who's taking care of her? Well, and so that leads then into my next question. Do we think anybody is going to quit? Like, who who right now Robbie. that we're looking at, who's, who's going to quit? Wow. I think Robbie's going to surprise us. I think Robbie's I think so, too, honestly. Us. He's going to have like, the heart. No, he's determined. He's like the weak link, though. He can't... What re- made him a weak link? Because when he thought that Kenzie abandoned him, we don't know if she did yet, but he thought and he, like, got in depression mode. He's a weak link. He, I don't think he has the survivor skill. I mean, I, I can, I can understand that. I mean, if you look at him solely from a like physical perspective, it doesn't seem like he has a lot to offer. Personally, you know, he's he's self admittedly overweight. He's struggling with that. He had a very hard time swimming in 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 the water. See, I would have drowned, so it doesn't matter. He did better than me already. <laughs> so it's I can kind of understand why he would be a weak link. I wasn't talking like physically though. Yeah. Um, Emotionally. Yeah. That he won't be able to handle it. Yeah, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. But I think I think that's one of the more interesting things that the show is trying to present because he was easily the person that got the most airtime, yeah. which I can't it, it can't be a coincidence. You know, it, it's probably well, because they know that he's not going to get that much later. No, we're, wa- we're watching. <laughs> we're watching. We're watching this pilot show, mm-hmm. and they introduced 
maybe two and a half characters into 12. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming the first two to three episodes will be introducing the storylines of each character and delving into each one more. I don't, I could not see them giving us a tidbit about a kid from Honduras mm-hmm. who brother, whose brother got shot and shoes got stolen, and then we hear nothing more about this kid. Yeah, which, by the way, was that scene as shocking to anyone else? Super Have you ever shocking. been to Honduras? No, no. I haven't. Then, but I hear it's Have pretty, you? T- pretty then terrible. I understand why it would be shocking to you. I've been to many third world countries, uh-huh. and the concept okay. of third world countries, like, so, like, if my dad was watching this show and my dad's an immigrant from Iran, sure. he would look at the show and be like, what's the big deal of he doing this in Iran all the time? <laughs> like, it wouldn't be as shocking to him as it is to us who are accustomed to living in cities and living the, in the styles and with the technology that we do. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's why I say this. So, like, I, I have a, a, a Persian parent and a mom from the hood, and both mm-hmm. of them would look at this very differently. Very interesting makeup, yeah. but that's that's the kind of character that I and, and and we mentioned it sort of in the beginning of the show too is that it kind of draws you in more. You want to see more of these people because he's he's the kind of character now that I'm like, okay, he's got brothers back home. He's here. He's the youngest out of the group. He's only 20 years old. How do we think he's going to survive? with the rest of this group who's significantly older than he is. I mean, he's he's the youngest by about, I think, four or five years. I mean, I think he's going to be a fighter, obviously. Mm-hmm. I mean, co- coming from a third world country then to America, and only with your mother, with half your family still back there. I think that's got to be insanely tough on him. And so I think, you know, he already has probably some of that mental, like, he can probably, like, handle that, mm-hmm. the mentalness. What do you think, CJ? Do you think he's going to adapt well? I honestly am drawing a blank on him because he didn't have that much airtime, so I don't really know who this person is. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> honestly. That, I mean, but that was that's what I mean when I say that there's no way that they introduce these characters. Mm-hmm. It's been this, obviously, mm-hmm. it's shot so beautifully and it's edited yeah. so yes. well that this is a big budget. This isn't just uh, a glance over show. This was a big budget production that they could not have brought all these players to this field and not give us each one. So we will hear more about them yeah. as time goes on. But if I had to say someone who's going to possibly quit, I would say it's either him or Terry. See, Those are Terry. my two picks. I honestly think Terry will be one of the ones that lasts longer, personally. I, I w- if I was Terry, I'd be like, what am I doing? I need to take care of my mother. <laughs> That's why true. am I here? Why am I here? Why it- Terry gets one bruise, uh-huh. one cut. She's not, as people age, our mm-hmm. bodies change significantly. This isn't, she, she doesn't have training. She wasn't mm-hmm. made for this. She wasn't fit for this. Something happens to her, she's going to want to get off this island. She's want to go back and be like, what am I doing? I have a mom that can fall down the stairs and can't get up any second now, and I'm yeah. here. But I feel the same talks. about Robbie, though. Like, if something happens to him, I can see him just being like, I have a family to take care of. I don't need this. Goodbye. I think Robbie has an inner strength that you are yet to see, my friend. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing um, it for his family. Thank you, Katie. Okay, but um, <laughs> Terry could be doing it for her mother. I think she's doing it for a personal reason, and I, I totally agree with you. When I think if something happens to her, I think she's going to realize and be like, wow. Even even though I think that's going to be her point where she's like, okay, I'm going to think about what's actually really important in my life. I think it's going to flip that switch for her. Thank you, Katie. 
<laughs> I was like, we're just slam dunking on him over here. But so that 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 then kind of leads into my next my next point is that who with someone like Terry and these people that may need other people to go along with them, who do we see working well together and who do we see potentially not working well together at all? Do you have anybody in mind to run? Well, personally, I see there being a conflict between Eric and Kenzie. Mm-hmm. I okay. see that being a conflict because that. you have two alpha energies mm-hmm. colliding. And people and, and Kenzie can be a bit of a rebellious person who's like I don't like authority and Eric's gonna be a person who's like well I know this is what we're supposed to do we should do this and Kenzie being like well I'm gonna go search the rest of the island and Eric being like well we need you over here and her being well well and it's interesting I love her it's interesting too <laughs> with her because her. the person that found her pack was Richard the guy that was fishing for the crab mm-hmm. and his kind of backstory is he's finally becoming the person who's settling down because uh, we saw, I think, what what kind of seemed like his bachelor party, where yes. they were all drinking and he yeah. was talking about being being their dad and worst stuff. bachelor party of all time. Uh, yeah, we were eating crab, having, but, I mean, having hey, a feast. Maybe maybe Obviously that's what they like to do. What bachelor parties. Is, is. <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> but yeah, so it that's that's one of those pe- those two a pairing that I saw that it it seems like the producers are kind of working towards because I feel like as a who uh, Ken, Kenzie and Richard. I feel like, because with a show like this, obviously they're not just wandering around and randomly finding people. Like, there has to be some sort of production interference there to kind of move them towards each other. I think I think Richard and Kenzie, especially in the next episode, and maybe even one of the ones further than that, they're going to be one of the ones that meet up, and I think those are two that are going to learn from each other. Interesting. Do you think there's going to be any showmances? Showmances. I, <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie that I definitely did think potentially think about that. Um, I I can't say I see anybody doing something like that. But then again, we don't know how long they're gonna be out there. Who and knows? True. Terry could be a cougar, and the Honduras <laughs> kid is gonna. But I do feel like most of the people are already in relationships uh-huh. from what we've seen um, from the big characters that we've You're seen right. so far. So and people would never cheat if they were on a deserted island. True. <laughs> that was so cameras all around. Hey, I mean, it happens in all these other reality shows, so it's it's definitely possible. But is is there any other people that you either see working well with or that you want to see interact with? Because maybe they might not be a good pairing, but it might be good for TV. Is there anybody that you see, CJ? Um, I want to say Eric could really like take care of Robbie. <laughs> I mean, I can see, like, because he seems like he has a lot of survival skills, and Robbie doesn't. It. <laughs> but, um, you know, Robbie actually kind of does. Think, yeah. He can fish. He yeah, can he fish. can fish. Did he catch one? No, Kenzie did. So that's why she Yeah, left. but we have, hey. as we've seen, anytime Robbie is near you, you are way more likely to catch a fish. Hence how, how his son got a fish. That's true. That's true. He got a fish. He's a good luck charm. Yeah, I thought it was funny how he mentioned that the last time he went fishing, he didn't catch a fish, but his kid did. And then right after that, he doesn't, and Kenzie, Kenzie does. does. That's yeah. his good luck. <laughs> well, that's why when he gets with Eric, he can meet Eric's good luck charm, and then Eric can just, like, take care of him. Yeah, I think Eric would push him more than take care of him. And so that's who, probably what he Because that's what I was thinking. Who's the pairing you think is going to happen? 
Huh? What pairing do you think? Oh, pairing. <laughs> they said caring. I was like, what? Pairing they all pairing. care for each other. Caring right? is yeah. I think I'd be really interested to see Terry and Kenzie meet up. Because mm-hmm. I know they're both very, in, like, they've expressed how they're very interested in doing their own thing, caring about themselves. So I would want to see if they did meet up, would they stay together for a little bit or would they just maybe just pass right by each other? I. I feel like they would be a good pairing, but they don't necessarily have a lot to gain from each other, if that makes sense. Because it seems to me that, and obviously I don't know these people's lives, I only know them from this hour that I've, uh, that I've watched them yet, there you go, is a key word, that it doesn't seem like she needs a person who's nurturing for other people. I think she just needs a person who is willing to nurture her and be able to nurture herself and maintain relationships with other people. Like, does anybody does anybody disagree? <laughs> no, I agree with that. I don't. I don't disagree with. Yeah, that. <laughs> it's not something that I full fledged think about. I think that it'd be interesting to see Eric and Kinsey. I think it'd be interested interesting to see Richard and Terry. Do we remember who Matt was? Because I have his name written down, but I can't think of. Um, Matt, at least from what I'm seeing in his bio, is that he's a Las Vegas native and a race car driver. I, was like, I, I, well, I remember well, he's introducing 32. him. Well, I, I, think, <laughs> I think he was the one. I think he was the one that was on the the tower in the middle of the water because we did see, we oh, did yeah, see yeah, him, yeah. but we didn't mm-hmm. see a ton of him. And I think I yeah I have him. I have Which, he found an, uh, we didn't Angel's see pack. Much of his backstory. Yes. Yeah. The way they introduced the characters, they could have done a much better job mm-hmm. because Agreed. there shouldn't be a, a situation where us watching a f- show for the first time are having a hard time remembering. The kid from Honduras mm-hmm. versus the guy in the tower versus the guy. What's the guy with the stick and the crack? Yeah. There should be no, there should be an immediate connection. The way we we cannot forget Robbie and Kenzie, then they should have focused mostly on Robbie and Kenzie. They could have went off script just a little, but focused mostly on them. They threw out all these names and then let these storylines and arcs kind of die out. And it's it's not doing us as the audience any favors. Yeah, it almost yeah. seems like there's too many characters. Yeah, they just kind of like tossed them out there a little bit. And you're like, it's wait, we get like a quick second of them. And then we want more, obviously, but then they flash back to Robbie and Kenzie. Yeah, Suicide Squad, we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's <laughs> a good like, reference. It is. It's like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we get Harley and, and Deadshot. And then what's, what? Who? why are the rest of them there? Yeah. Why is there this kid who does the fire thing from Honduras? Well, why is he here? That's why I think some people are bound to quit then. Because I think that's that must have been what the producers were had in mind as well, that there was no way that all 12 of these people were going to survive. But they all kind of have this ability to grow. And, and speaking of growth and entertainment... Well, here's the thing. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there is no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. That's us. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be. They are optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments below and any comments, questions, critiques right down there and we'll thank you on air for now. Thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yes. And come on guys, it's free. Like, 
with so much TV out there right now, this is this is free, great content. I started out as a fan. I think we all started out as fans. Of course, Definitely. and it's a great community. It's a great community of After Buzzers. Even you guys at home, you're After Buzzers too. Just get on, talk. We love talking to each and every one of you. I'm very petty, so I'll <laughs> respond. It's one of those. I want to talk to my fellow castaways. We're all castaways. We're in this together. Like yeah. like you mentioned, out we're on this island. We're all in this on together. This island together. <laughs> it's an island. <laughs> but so. Moving on kind of the end of the show, it they presented a lot of people at once. And, and how, like how we mentioned in the beginning, throughout this whole episode, there were kind of people that we didn't see so much that, that we really want to see more of. Is there anybody that you really want to see more of? Is there any character that you didn't see that you didn't see that you really want to know their story more? Um, well, I think Terry, I want to know more about her life and kind of why she is there because she is so old and she does have her mother and father to take care of back at home. So I want to dig more into why she would leave all that and come to this stranded island. Tron, you have anybody in mind? Robbie. I would, yeah. I'm just kidding. I, I know so much about Robbie. I know more about know Robbie's Robbie. family than mine. Like, I know about Robbie's hey, hey. dad's cousin's mom's adoption paper. Yeah. <laughs> Kids just look chocolate. Like, I, I, feel like, I feel like we knew about him being adopted before his family did. We the knew, way that yeah. segment was presented. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so But his kids were so, so not much. interested. They're like, one girl was looking at her fingernails. She was like, dad's adopted? And it's, it's probably, because the way that I saw that, it kind of seemed like it was built for TV. Yeah. Like, they'd probably already had that conversation Of course, they probably had the conversation, yeah. but they re- uh, And you said something about fingernails. Was Kenzie doing her fingernails when, it, when uh, <laughs> Robbie was going out to save the world? Was yeah, Kenzie doing I was confused on why she was blowing on her nails i was honestly super confused so and they kept showing like the up. turquoise and i was like where did she get nail she polish from <laughs> where did she, she definitely likes her colors that's for sure she's she wearing a purple jacket With i think the in the last American... scene too so it, she was stranded on a desert island obviously she makes her pack her nail polish oh definitely so one of her top items <laughs> cj were there any characters that you were looking forward to seeing more from um probably matt yeah, because I when you mentioned that he was like the one who was on the little pedestal mm-hmm. thing or whatever, um, he just seemed like a really interesting guy. So yeah, and that's that's kind of what's unfortunate about the way the show's presented is that it it doesn't. There are some people that are going to be overlooked, and one of the people that I think was overlooked in this episode was Chriselle and uh, the woman with the family out in Maui. Because personally, I didn't even know that people were living in the jungles of Maui. Thriving. I, I think <laughs> someone else was overlooked because, like, in the at the end of the show, when they were doing like what to expect in the um, future in the like season, there was this one lady who I didn't see any of. Do you know who I'm talking about? Well, you're being very <laughs> vague. You're being very vague. Leg was her? No. Uh, I think climbing was, the tree. There was Rashana. There was Rashana, the woman from the the, the shelter. The shelter, and then there yeah, was I think, also Tracy as well. I think it was Roshana. So you're interested in Roshana? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. Yeah, I mean, you, mentioned, you mentioned too. I mean, I've I've never been even close to living in a shelter or even in New York. I mean, it's like a completely different part of the country than that's here. so funny that you place shelter and then new york that's, well it's the same place i think it's the same place sure it's a shelter yeah, in new york yeah. however new york for many people is just a homeless shelter so i can understand well and it almost kind of seems to me because the way these kind of shows are presented traditionally is that 
they kind of take the person with the biggest like emotional story and kind of make them the star because that's an easy story to tell. And I kind of feel like it's an easy story to tell of Rashana. I'm kind of confused why they didn't do it in this episode. Is, is anyone else? Well, it seems by like this? everyone has an emotional story, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with CJ. I think a lot of people have emotional stories, a lot of background, where you know a lot of things have happened, and um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, like I've always wondered, like if I got on one of these like reality shows, what would my story be? I don't. Think well, we all know what it would be. You would abandon <laughs> everyone that you love right. and go on your own because you wanted to go fast. You're heartless. Uh, season no. two. Season two. He's we're cut look, throat, we're looking at everybody. one of the cast. CJ right? Walker. Season throat. two. Castaways. <laughs> We're starting that campaign now. Let's start it trending on Twitter right now. CJ's CJ out there just pushing people into the lottery. <laughs> I mean, the I don't survival of the fittest. Survival of the fittest. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, moving on now towards the end of the episode, uh, let's get into predictions. We're going to talk about predictions of the show right now. Whoa. We got our spooky. I did not expect that. <laughs> Oh yeah! Expect the unexpected at AfterBuzz TV. You never and know what's going to come. And on, and on Castaways, very unpredictable panel. But I want to hear from you guys. Let's look at short term. Short term, what do we see happening in the next episode? Robbie Quinn is going to be the focus. <laughs> CJ saying Robbie Quinn. You're a hater. Honestly, I didn't want to say anything. You're a Robbie hater. But you are a hater, and you really need to stop hating on Robbie. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying. I just think he's going to quit, and I think. Uh, Kenzie is going to strive. <laughs> That's my opinion. Back to Kenzie on top, huh? <laughs> I mean, I relate to her. Yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm going to put it out there and say maybe Kenzie goes home next episode. Ooh. That's a hot too take. Independent. <laughs> she's too independent. She won't let anyone help her. Something's going to happen to her, and she's going to be ne- needed to get rescued. Do we think Do we think that's legitimate? Do we think... No. Because I, I feel like she's one of the least likely people to get to leave the island. But I can see where you're coming from. Tehran, do you... I think Kinsey's going to leave, but not next episode. I think that what's going to happen is there's going to be uh, a break or fight between Robbie and Kinsey that's explosive. And it's not necessarily because of what happened, but because of the buildup of Robbie being a bit emotionally overbearing, especially for someone like Kinsey. And I can relate to that because I can be that way as well, where I just need to chill and be on my own. And there are people who just want to smother you with their love. Mm. And then finally you just explode and you're like... Back up, mind your business. That's all. Mind your business. Yeah, that's kind of the weird thing about this show. I feel like you can. There's someone everyone can kind of relate to. I feel like the characters we're rooting for the most are kind of ex- explanatory of our personalities. Like CJ, not like not like Robbie. I feel like we can we can infer some things here. And I the- love Robbie. <laughs> That, that's well. That's because you're a sweet, good person. Oh, oh thank you. Whoa. I would. I would want to help. I would want to help people though if I was that's on that amazing. island. Amazing. You are. You are Robbie and Terry and everyone that has a heart. And you are Voldemort, sir. You are Voldemort. <laughs> so is Kinsey Voldemort too? Kinsey abandons him. Kinsey, but it's not that. It's not that you're so pro Kinsey. You're just anti Robbie. It's not no. like you're sitting there going, I think Kinsey, you're like, Robbie's going to die. Next episode, <laughs> Robbie's going to die. That's not what I'm saying. Intense. That's not. Well, I'm just, or go, go ahead, man. You got it. 
Well, because that that then leads me. <laughs> well, I, I want to know who you think's gonna. Yeah, Michael. Who do I think's gonna? Who's going to? Well, what are your predictions? Who's gonna thrive and who's gonna, gonna thrive and who's gonna survive? <laughs> That's the same thing. It's <laughs> stop being a hater. <laughs> who do I think's gonna fr- thrive? I think I think Robbie being presented first. I think that's intentional, and I think he's a character that's going to be a very central character throughout all of this. You know, because even if even if Kenzie is the person that abandons him, he's going to just go find somebody else. Because I, I, I seriously think that that Eric and Robbie are going to meet up. I, I feel like it's just necessary, but it got me it got me thinking because we're talking about kind of like villains and people being evil do we think that there are going to be any villains presented in this show either in this episode or long term well i think we already sort of have a little bit of a villain kenzie she's How straight she up a villain, abandoned robbie you don't know if she, she lied to him said she was going to get coconuts you and don't know full that full intentions on not coming back the show ended before you could figure out if kenzie was going to come back it's, so, it's like lost. It's They're all already dead. We just don't know. <laughs> okay, well, that's that's the beauty of this show. There's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to speculate about. And I'm definitely looking forward to next week, and I hope you guys are too. And that will that will wrap up our after show uh, for the first episode of Castaways. Uh, once again, my name is Michael Patterson. You can find me on social media at Mike Pat News. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-T-T-N-E-W-S. Uh, I talk a lot about sports. I talk a lot about pro wrestling, which whether you think that's a sport or not, that's for a different discussion. If you think it's not, let's talk about it. Uh, I'm also the host of the Miz and Mrs. After Show, so definitely check that out. Uh, for the rest of my panel, where can we find you guys starting off with Tehran? Well, I am Tehran, literally, at I am Tehran, the bathrobe heartthrob, because I'm always in a bathrobe just chilling all the time. Find me on Instagram, Twitter, the Tweet Tweet, Facebook, whatever you want, and at The Laugh Factor every Monday and Thursday at 10. Hey guys, um, I'm Katie Wolski, and you can find me on all social media at katiewolski underscore. I am CJ Walker, and you can find me everywhere, even YouTube, because I'm a YouTuber at ICJ Walker. Nice. Well, we lo- thanks for joining us for our first episode of the Castaways After Show. Uh, we hope to see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.